This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 55 degrees at 6.04. The forecast today, some thick fog around this morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny today and a high in the low 80s. Firefighters from Tioga and Broome County, as well as other support responders, are working at a reported house fire in Newark Valley. The blaze in the 6900 block State Highway 38 was reported shortly before 4.30 a.m. today. And a tanker trucks and other equipment from neighboring Broome County and other jurisdictions were requested the scene moments later. The home is located between Marine Road and Lawrence Road. Authorities are requesting motorists divert around that area. There were no early reports concerning injuries. Tioga County Emergency Services officials could provide no further information. WNBF News Time, it's 6.05. A number of retailers, including Wegmans Supermarkets, are again requiring staff to wear masks and encourage customers to follow suit as the Delta variant of the coronavirus continues to sicken more people. Wegmans, Lowe's, Home Depot, and Kohl's are among stores modifying masking policy, especially in areas where the COVID infection rates are surging. In a statement on their website, the Rochester-based Wegmans said after reviewing the updated guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as state and local health officials, it was decided to, quote, strongly encourage all customers, regardless of vaccination status, to wear a face mask while shopping with us. As of the evening of August 3rd, all employees were told to wear a face mask. Lowe's and Home Depot both updated their policy on Monday, August 2nd, to require all associates to wear masks indoors. Customers were also being encouraged to wear masks while shopping, and masks were being provided in the stores to customers who want one. Home Depot, in their statement, adds they strongly encourage their employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine and offer free resources to cover child care and transportation and to find a vaccination site for associates. WMBF First News Time 606. Delaware County now joins Shenango and Tompkins counties in the southern tier as listed on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention COVID map for counties with substantial spread of the coronavirus. Broome County is now providing a link to the CDC tracking map at its website, gobroomcounty.com. Broome County is shown on that map as moderate spread with an area along the Delaware and Shenango County lines in, in gray for no data. The map shows in Pennsylvania, Bradford and Susquehanna counties are in yellow, moderate spread, while Wayne County is in orange as substantial. Tioga, Pennsylvania, below Elmira and Chemung County, is the only county in Pennsylvania in blue for low transmission. Meanwhile, time is running out before the start of the new school year for children age 12 and over to get both doses of the Pfizer vaccine in order to be protected against COVID-19. Shenango County is having 
a clinic for the first dose of the Pfizer shot today at the former label shopper store at the South Plaza on Route 12 in Norwich from 4 to 6 p.m. To register, visit the Shenango County Health Department vaccination page on the county website or call 337-1660. The health department says, quote, this is the last chance to fully vaccinate your child before the start of the school year. WMBF First News Time, 608. Penn State University says it will require students, staff, and visitors at all of its campuses to wear masks while indoors. Wednesday's announcement came as the state deals with a surge in coronavirus cases. Pennsylvania is now reporting more than 1,000 cases of COVID-19 a day, nearly tripling over the past two weeks. In other news, a Broome County man with a record of 47 arrests is headed to state prison on two burglary counts. According to the District Attorney's Office, Alex Ferrer of Endicott has received a 15-year sentence from Broome County Court Judge Kevin Dooley. A jury in April convicted the 48-year-old Ferrer of the burglary charges. He had been arrested for allegedly entering homes in Enwell and on Main Street in Binghamton without permission and stealing property on March 25th of last year. The prison time is to be followed by five years of post-release supervision. New York State Police arrested Furrer three years ago after an investigation into several cases of graffiti that damaged vehicles and businesses in western Broome County. It's 6.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. It's your early bird traffic report at 6.10. I am pleased to report we have no reports of uh, problems on area highways. Major highways in good shape as we start off your Thursday morning here at News Radio 1290. Biggest issue at the moment for most motorists would be patchy, dense fog. In fact, reduced visibility in a few spots for the next couple of hours so keep that in mind if you see something of course say something call us on our traffic tip line 607-772-1290 forecast from the national weather service mostly sunny today high 81 mainly clear tonight low 58 sunny tomorrow high 86 the week It's Thursday, August 5th, 2021. You're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. I'll be here till 8 with all the news you need. And, of course, we'll have all the talk you need from 8 to 10 with Binghamton Now. And one of our guests joining us in the studio will be Broome County Executive Jason Garner. So stay tuned for that. This is where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 613. Sports. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Binghamton Rumble Pony split the doubleheader against the Portland Sea Dogs at the stadium downtown. They dropped game one, five to two, and won game two, eight to two. So that's not bad. They also, of course, won the first game of the seven-game series against the Sea Dogs on Tuesday night. Rumble Ponies will continue the series with Portland tonight. First pitch scheduled for 6:35. Seems that it would be a good night for a ball game 
in downtown Binghamton. Thank you, Tim. Sure. Around uh, the start of the, t the game tonight will be around 75 or so. So that's not bad. Other baseball action in Miami. Javier Baez uh, hit a tie-breaking homer in the eighth inning after scoring on a slide in the second. The Mets snapped a three-game losing streak with a 5-3 to win over the Marlins. Recently acquired Anthony Rizzo homered again. DJ LeMayhew drove in four runs. The Yankees cruised to a 10-3 win over the Baltimore Orioles. Exciting game, including some fun in the eighth inning, thanks to DJ LeMayhew. Who hits a ground ball. Fair! Inside the bag at third down the left field line. Davis scores easily. Sanchez rounding third. He is coming home. The real eighth throw is not in time. It is a two-run double for DJ LeMayhew. And the Yankees take a 10-3 lead. There you go. That's the call from John Sterling, 66, the fan, W-F-A-N. From the Olympics, Maddie Musselman scored four of her five goals in the second half to rally the U.S. to a 15-11 victory over the Russian team in the semifinals. Maggie Steffens had three goals as the Americans stayed in the mix for their third consecutive gold medal in water polo. So there you go. The latest from water polo finals in Tokyo. Making our Thursday Sports Report, WNBF News Time, 618 Business News. Asian stocks are mixed as traders await more guidance on the U.S. economic recovery. The Nikkei in Tokyo added five-tenths of a percent today. Well, the Kospi in South Korea lost one-tenth of a percent. Benchmarks in Hong Kong and Shanghai fell, but that of Sydney rose. As far as uh, futures here in the U.S., things are looking promising. The uh, Dow futures are up. S&P futures are up 12. NASDAQ futures are up 39 points. Actually, Dow futures are up 69 points. So it should be a positive day, at least to get started, when trade begins on Wall Street at 9.30 this morning. That's the latest in money news from First News Binghamton. Coming up, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, is it time to hit the reset button on your phone? It's 620 on your Thursday morning as First News Binghamton continues. Time to uh, oh, get some advice for a better life. The doctor will see you now, at least via radio, remotely. Sanjay Gupta, A Better Life, sponsored by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Is it time to hit the reset button on some of your friendships? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. The reasons might be different for each of us, but all of us probably have a friendship or two that suffered over the last year and a half. Might be your fault, might be theirs, or maybe it's just a confluence of extenuating circumstances. Take a pause and think about all the good things this particular friend brings to your life. Try not to let one word or one action be the reason you cast that friend aside. 
but do be mindful of any red flag patterns you suss out. When you're ready, reach out and lay your cards on the table. Tell your friend how much they mean to you and that you want to get the relationship back on track. Of course, they have to want to invest the time and energy too. But it helps if everyone is open and also really honest about their feelings. Now's the time. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's the final days to save up to $1,000 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds and adjustable bases, plus special financing. Ends Monday. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning right here on News Radio 1290, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time, 623. If you're just uh, waking up now, hello, rise and shine. It didn't take long, right? You just went to sleep, and now it's time to get up, start another day. It's 58 downtown today, some patchy, dense fog again this morning around the Twin Tiers. Will be mostly sunny today. We're looking for a high of 81. Coming up, Jason Nathanson from ABC will check. Entertainment News. My name is Guy. Ryan Reynolds, his wife Blake Lively, and more stepping out for the premiere of the movie Free Guy in New York. It's part action, part comedy, but Reynolds says don't characterize it as a video game movie. When people talk about the Titanic, they don't say it's a movie about boatsmanship, you know, it's it's or Field of Dreams is a movie about baseball. You know, you're usually smuggling other themes and other ideas into it. Free Guy also stars Little Rel Howery. It'll be in theaters a week from Friday. Controversial comedian Louis C.K. has announced his first nationwide tour since being shut out of showbiz after being accused of and admitting to several sexual misconduct accusations in 2017. The first show, August 13th at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden in New York City. The upcoming Yellowstone prequel called 1883 has its stars Tim McGraw and Faith Hill with the side of Sam Elliott. You were going to save me? And James Gunn's The Suicide Squad hits theaters this weekend, and today it's his birthday. He's 55. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. WNBF News Time, 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. DOT says the left lane of 81 southbound over the Gorman Road Bridge in Kirkwood will be closed again today as that ongoing project continues, scheduled to run through tomorrow. No major crashes or delays reported right now around the southern tier. Keep you posted if trouble does occur. Right here on First News, Binghamton. 
Weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Patchy fog this morning for another two or three hours. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, 81. Mainly clear tonight, 58. Sunny tomorrow, 86. For the weekend, Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, 86. Mostly sunny Sunday, um, 85 right now, 58 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 626. I'm Bob Joseph. Kathy White is in the WNBF News Center. She'll have a live local and national report coming up in three minutes today. We will keep you uh, posted with all the latest developments. We continue with Cuomo Watch. What will happen with Governor Cuomo now that people are calling for him to step down following the release of the Attorney General's report. Will he make any public appearances today? Will he have additional statements? Will he answer questions from reporters? That's a good question. Would he? Could he? Should he? (laughs) You never know. He could answer questions from reporters. Who knows? He could call into a, a local talk show. Governor, would you be willing to come on to our uh, Binghamton radio program at some point? Sure. All right. Well, today could be the day. Stay tuned. We might find out today on Binghamton Now from 8 to 10 this morning. Eventually, the governor probably does want to make good on his promise to come on the program. And the way things look now, is that opportunities may be limited. So stay tuned. We'll see what happens on Binghamton Now. Coming up later this morning, WNBF News Time. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 55 degrees at 630. Forecast for today, some very dense fog this morning. Otherwise, mostly clear and a high getting up into the lower 80s. The Biden administration is taking the first steps toward requiring nearly all foreign visitors to the United States to be vaccinated for the coronavirus. That's according to a White House officials who previewed the developing policy. The requirement would come as part of the administration's phased approach to easing travel restrictions for foreign citizens to the country. Asian stocks are mixed as traders await more guidance on the U.S. economic recovery. The Nikkei 225 in Tokyo added 0.5% to 27,728 12, while the Kospi in South Korea lost 0.1% to 3,277.94 on Thursday. Benchmarks in Hong Kong and Shanghai fell, but that of Sydney rose. Employment is the spotlight. Today, payroll processor ADP revealed that the U.S. private sector added 330 jobs in July, which fell short of analysts' expectations. The accused gunman in a theater shooting in California is blaming voices for the incident. 
A man charged with fatally shooting two people at a Southern California movie theater last week is blaming voices in his head that he says tormented him for months, according to the Riverside Press Enterprise newspaper. 20-year-old Joseph Jimenez says the voices said his friends and family were going to be killed and shooting the two people would save his loved ones. Jimenez is being held at the county jail. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. WMBF First News Time, 632. The investigation will be getting under way today into the cause of a fire that drew crews from two counties to battle the early morning blaze in Newark Valley. Firefighters from both Broome and Tioga counties were called to the 6900 block of State Highway 38 in Newark Valley shortly after 4 this morning. Motorists are being asked to avoid the area between Lawrence and Marine Roads for now. Tioga County Emergency Services officials were unable to provide any further details. A majority of New York State Assembly members support beginning impeachment proceedings against Governor Cuomo if he does not resign over the investigative findings that he sexually harassed at least 11 women. That's according to an Associated Press count yesterday. They had at least 86 of the Assembly's 150 members saying publicly or telling AP they favored initiating the process of ousting the third-term Democrat governor if he doesn't quit. A Carbondale, Pennsylvania man admits he traveled to the Binghamton area with plans to have sex with 9- and 13-year-old girls. Federal prosecutors say 51-year-old James Obakevich thought he was sending explicit sexual messages to the children from the summer of 2019 until spring of 2020 when he was actually communicating with an undercover officer. According to a news release from the U.S. attorney and the FBI, Oblikevich was arrested on March 11th of last year when he showed up in Binghamton to meet the children. Oblikevich pleaded guilty in federal court yesterday. Sentencing is scheduled for December in Binghamton before senior United States District Judge Thomas McAvoy. Oblikevich faces up to 30 years in prison along with a fine of $250,000 and five years to life on probation. He also will be required to register as a sex offender wherever he lives, is employed, or is a student. A Sherburne man is charged with several felony counts of rape. Shenango County Sheriff's officials say 44-year-old Jason Falsom is accused of having forcibly raped a person under the age of 17 several times over several months. Sheriff's deputies arrested Falsom on Tuesday. At last report, Falsom was awaiting arraignment on the felony counts. WMBF First News Time 634. Broome County Health Department officials are warning of an increase in tick-borne disease in the region as more people are spending more time outdoors. In addition to continued concerns about Lyme disease, anaplasmosis cases have risen substantially, according to communicable disease public health educator Mary Yorden with the Broome County Health Department. Symptoms include fever, chills, headache, muscle pain, confusion, vomiting, and more. Symptoms normally appear from 5 to 21 days after being bitten by a tick. In Broome County in 2014, there weren't any cases. In 2020, there were 20 cases. At the end of last month, there were 28 reported cases, and obviously the summer is far from over. The health department is providing tick removal kits at easily accessible locations in the Broome County parks. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.
637 at WNBF, WNBF.com. I'm Bob Joseph. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Glad to have you with us. We get you fully informed every Monday through Friday morning from 6 to 8. Then we change our focus a bit to talk about the news, talk with some of the newsmakers on Binghamton Now from 8 to 10. And as always, you're welcome to participate. We'd love to hear from you on today's program. The lines, of course, will open at 8.10. And if you have something to say, whether it's about the investigations that have focused on Governor Cuomo or perhaps the changes with respect to mask guidance for covid Whatever you want to talk about today, we'd love to hear from you on Binghamton Now from 8 to 10. Interesting story in the New York Times this morning. It's about a weatherman. No, not Howard. It's a meteorologist from Albany. His name is Paul Keano, and he's been a TV meteorologist in Albany, New York, for more than three decades on News Channel 13. And the headline in the feature story on the cover of the art section today is The Dance of the Weatherman. It shows the meteorologist pointing at the sky, and he's actually in Massachusetts at a performing arts center. It says he is the official meteorologist for a performing arts center in Massachusetts because they need to know what the weather is going to be like for their evening performances. And so he provides the people at the performing arts center in Massachusetts with guidance for weather and that helps them plan accordingly whether they can have outdoor performances this summer. So interesting little story. Of course it's in print in the New York Times and also on the New York Times website support journalism all journalism especially local journalism wnbf news time 639 we'll check traffic and weather together traffic and weather together now on news radio 1290 wnbf and our update at 640 still a decent ride through the uh, twin tiers no serious disruptions there is a fire scene in tioga county route 38 in newark valley so you might want to be aware of that might uh, want to give yourself a little extra time if you normally go through newark valley on route 38 and some patchy, dense fog for another couple of hours around the region. Otherwise, it's going to be a nice day. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today, high 81. Mainly clear tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 86. Partly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. Right now, a very pleasant 58 in downtown Binghamton with some patchy, dense fog. At News Radio 1290, where news breaks first, WNBF News Time 641. Well, it's interesting to see what they're going to be doing at the Wegman store. You may have noticed in recent months there's some construction going on, and it's it's a phased process. What's going on now is simply the first phase of um what will be some improvements that customers will eventually notice sometime next year. We have the full story on our website, WNBF.com. Um, for one thing, they're going to upgrade the kitchen, and 
another thing, they've got changes planned for the Market Cafe at Wegmans and Johnson City. So you'll see the details of what they have planned on our website, WNBF.com. Of course, throughout the day, we'll be updating the website. We have some additional stories that will be appearing over the next few hours at WNBF.com. Stories you won't see elsewhere. So check our website, WNBF.com. A few times throughout the day to see what's going on. We have feature stories, breaking news, and a lot of interesting things always. WNBF.com. Remember, you can stay in touch with News Radio 1290 anywhere you go with the WNBF app. So if you go someplace where you're outside the broadcast range of AM 1290 on the radio, you could still listen. Find out what's going on around the Twin Tiers and around your neighborhood. Stay connected with News Radio 1290 and the WNBF app. Download it to your phone, and you'll always know what's going on around the Binghamton area. From News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 640. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290, WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here, where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Pony split a pair of games at the stadium downtown. Sea Dogs won the first 5 to 2 and the Ponies took the nightcap 8 to 2. Couple of 7-inning games. Second game was making up a game from June that was postponed. Elsewhere in baseball, the Mets were victorious over the Marlins in Miami. And a big win for the Yankees against the Orioles in the Bronx last night, 10-3. And after that win, Yankees first baseman Anthony Rizzo talked about the game, discussed a strong performance with the team since he was acquired from the Cubs at the trade deadline. Rizzo became the first Yankee to collect RBIs in each of his first six games with the franchise. It's been fairly easy. The guys have just, they're super, everyone's super professional and and um, just very welcoming to us and uh, it's it's been it's been fun. It's been fun getting to know the guys and, and um, just continue to talk baseball. The baseball talk has been has been really nice and and even the personal stuff you start getting to know guys on a personal level so um it's all new and it's it's all fun and um just continuing to be myself and uh you know talk talk the game and give some of my experiences and learn from other guys experiences it's always fun when you're winning and hopefully they can keep that up. That was Anthony Rizzo speaking after the big win for the Yankees over the Orioles in the Bronx. 
Tokyo, Ryan Krauser broke his own Olympic record on his way to defending his shot put title. It was a tribute to his late grandfather, the American world record holder, even wrote a note days before the competition in the Tokyo Games that predicted the gold medal. Larry Krauser died shortly before Ryan left for Tokyo. It was years ago in Larry Krauser's backyard that Ryan attempted his first toss with the heavy metal ball that would shape his life. U.S. teammate Joe Kovacs finished second, and Tomas Walsh of New Zealand was third. That was the exact same podium as five years ago at the Rio de Janeiro Olympics. Deja vu all over again. And that's the latest in sports on your Wednesday morning. You're listening to First News Binghamton. And it's 648. We bring you money news at 18 minutes and 48 minutes after the hour, right here on First News Binghamton. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Worries about job growth weighed on stock markets Wednesday. The Dow Jones lost 324 points, or nearly 1%, and ended the session at 34,792. The Standard & Poor's 500 gave up half a percent, but the Nasdaq Composite rose slightly. A widespread drought is cutting into the wheat production of North America the provider of 40% of the world's supply. The U.S. wheat harvest is expected to be down more than 40% from a year ago. At the White House today, Ford, GM, and Jeep's parents are expected to announce a major new commitment to electric vehicles. The Wall Street Journal reports that those automakers plan to make all electrics 40% of their sales by the year 2030. Target has a promise of its own. A vow to spend $200 million over the next four years to help hundreds of thousands of its frontline workers, both full and part-time, to pay college expenses. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And looking at futures, before the start of trade on Wall Street today at 9.30, things are looking positive on this Thursday morning with Dow futures up 59 and NASDAQ futures up 35. We'll have business updates throughout the day on News Radio 1290, WNBF, and business bulletins at once. We're here for you. And we have been here for you for nearly a century. We're serving you and your family from downtown Binghamton, covering all the Twin Tiers. If you have a news tip or even a news photo, you may send it to BinghamtonNow at WNBF.com. When you see news happening, the first thing you should do is take a picture. Take a picture, because that way you can document what's going on. And then, after you take the picture or a couple of good pictures, send them to BinghamtonNow at WNBF.com, and we may use your pictures with our news coverage. Breaking news, because WNBF is where news breaks first. Tech news, Kim Commando knows what's going on every morning at 6.50. Even if you don't drink or ever had a traffic ticket, you may have to prove to your next new car that you're not intoxicated before you can drive. I'm Kim Commando with the tech behind this brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. I mentioned a few days ago that a gigantic $2 trillion infrastructure bill is about to be passed. Buried deep within the 2,700 pages of this bill is a requirement that all manufacturers equip all new cars with advanced technology alcohol detection systems. If it detects alcohol, the car won't start. The breathalyzer industry and Mothers Against Drunk Drivers have been lobbying hard for this, 
even though drunk driving incidents have dropped drastically. So is this a waste of taxpayer money? Unless these systems will also detect marijuana and other drugs, you bet it is. Plus, it's a ridiculous burden to place on drivers who are always sober, which most of us are. Get more tech news at commando.com. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get to where you want to go. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL and do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Chat Sports Hour. We're talking Monster Dogs, people. What's the biggest throwdown you ever saw? Go ahead, caller. Yeah, my biggest throwdown is right now, Shaq. I'm about to throw down my printer. Huh? And these dumb cartridges, they keep running out of ink. Yeah, forget cartridges, man. Just go buy an Epson Eco Tank printer. Comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. <laughs> what? Do it. Do it now! I love you, Shaq. Love you, Eco Tank. Love you too, Eco Tank. What about me, man? That's all we have time for, folks. Sports Hour. Sponsored by Epson Eco Tank. Just feel and chill. Available at Amazon, Best Buy, and Epson.com. Kim Commando with Tech Talk every weekday morning on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Trying to understand the exact position of Kim Commando on the interlock devices that could be coming to new vehicles. She made a reference about it somehow wasting taxpayer dollars. I don't know how many taxpayer dollars would be spent by the proposal. It seems that the um, cost would be incurred by people buying new cars. So if it's required that interlock devices be installed on new vehicles after a certain model year, probably give it at least five years before they require them, then the person buying the car would pay. I don't see where taxpayers would have to pay. As uh, it's reported by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, drunk driving kills an American every 52 minutes. For some reason, Kim Commando seemed to have been downplaying the concerns regarding drunk drivers. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that today later on Binghamton Now. It is Thursday morning at News Radio 1290. We'll check traffic and weather coming right up. WNBF News Time, 6. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 655, no major problems reported on local roadways. If you see something, say something. You can always call our traffic tip line 607 772 1290. Let us know what you see, and we'll include it in the next Traffic and Weather Together update on First News Binghamton. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today. There is some patchy, dense fog in parts of the Twin Tiers this morning. It'll be around for another two or three hours. Today's high 81, mainly clear tonight, low 58, sunny tomorrow, high 86. The WNBF weekend weather forecast, partly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. Mostly sunny Sunday, high 85 right now. It's 58. A little bit of fog in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 656. ABC News coming up at 7. 
And then Kathy White with the local and regional report, live from the WNBF News Center. Interesting uh, little snippet from the uh, Attorney General's report on Governor Cuomo. You may remember a news conference with Governor Cuomo and a nurse during the live news conference that people saw on TV and streaming. She appeared on camera in full personal protective equipment, including a face shield. When the governor stood up and walked toward the nurse for the nasal swab, he said to her, Nice to see you. You make that gown look good. His remark was in front of the press and live streamed for the world to see. Following the news conference, the nurse or doctor waited in the foyer with a security guard so reporters could not question her about the governor's comment. She testified that she was worried reporters would try to bring her into the public sphere. Colleagues who spoke to her right after the news conference recalled how she was shocked that Governor Cuomo had made such a comment on national TV. They also recalled her concern that the governor's comment would take away from the important public health service that she was trying to perform. She remembered the uh, situation and uh, said the governor's comments were inappropriate and made her feel uncomfortable. I remember saying that when it was happening live. Governor undergoing his COVID test. And he said, nice to see you, doctor. You make that gown look good. That is New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. WNBF News Times. Hi, everyone. This is Bill Flynn asking you to join me this weekend on WNBF. I'm here every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock with classic hits. Then back again Sunday morning at 7. I'm joined by Kevin Bigsby, who provides us all with the local news, weather, and sports on Sunday morning. The Bill Flynn Show, Saturday morning at 8 o'clock and Sunday morning at 7 o'clock on WNBF 1290 and WNBF.com. Coming up this morning on WNBF's Binghamton Now program, during the 9 o'clock hour, we'll talk live with Broome County Executive Jason Garner. He'll join us in the WNBF studio to talk about county issues. Binghamton Now, today from 8 to 10. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 7 o'clock at WNBF Binghamton. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning at 7.04, some pretty dense fog, especially in the river valleys. That's going to be causing some visibility problems for a few more hours. We will have sunshine today and a high in the low 80s. Still an issue with a big fire in Tioga County. Firefighters from both Tioga and Broome counties, as well as other support responders, at the scene of this reported house fire in Newark Valley this morning. The blaze in the 6900 block of State Highway 38 was reported shortly before 430, and tanker trucks and other equipment from neighboring jurisdictions were requested at the scene just moments later. That home is located between Marine Road and Lawrence Road. Authorities are requesting motorists divert around that area this morning. There's no reports early concerning any injuries, but Tioga County Emergency Services officials could not provide any details of the incident. 
A number of retailers, including Wegmans supermarkets, are again requiring staff to wear masks and encourage customers to follow suit as the Delta variant of the coronavirus continues to sicken more people. Wegmans, Lowe's, Home Depot, and Kohl's are among stores modifying masking policy, especially in areas where the COVID infection rates are surging. In a statement on their website, the Rochester-based Wegmans said after reviewing the updated guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as state and local health departments, it was decided to, quote, strongly encourage all customers, regardless of vaccination status, to wear a face mask while shopping with us. As of the evening of August 3rd, all employees were told to wear a face mask. Lowe's and Home Depot both updated their policy Monday, August 2nd, to require all associates to wear masks indoors. Customers were also being encouraged to wear masks while shopping, and masks were being provided in the stores for customers who want one. Home Depot, on their statement, adds they strongly encourage their employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine and offer free resources to cover child care and transportation and find a vaccination site for associates. WMBF First News Time, 7.06. Delaware County now joins Shenango and Tompkins counties in the southern tier as listed on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention COVID map for counties with substantial spread of the coronavirus. Broome County is now providing a link to that CDC tracking map on its website, gobroomcounty.com. Broome is shown on the map as moderate spread with an area along the Delaware and Shenango County borders in gray for no data. The map shows in Pennsylvania, Bradford and Susquehanna counties are in the yellow moderate spread, while Wayne County is orange as substantial. Tioga, Pennsylvania, below Elmira and Chemung County is in blue. They are the only county in Pennsylvania with low transmission. Meanwhile, time is running out before the start of the new school year for children age 12 and over to get both doses of the Pfizer vaccine in order to be protected against COVID-19. Shenango County is having a clinic for the first dose of Pfizer today at the former label shopper's store at the South Plaza on Route 12 in Norwich from 4 to 6 p.m. To register, visit the Shenango County Health Department vaccination page on the county website or call 607-337-1660. The health department says, quote, this is the last chance to fully vaccinate your child before the start of the school year. WMBF First News Time 708. A Broome County man with a record of 47 arrests is headed to a state prison on two burglary counts. According to the district attorney's office, Alex Furr of Endicott has received that 15-year sentence. In Broome County Court, a jury in April convicted the 48-year-old in the burglary charges. He had been arrested for allegedly entering homes in Endwell and on Main Street in Binghamton without permission and stealing property March 25th of last year. New York State Police are holding child car seat safety set checks at Shenango Valley State Park today and tomorrow. Those inspections will be done from noon until 4 p.m. both days. State Park cars located on State Park Road off Route 369 in Shenango Forks after exiting Interstate 88 in Port Crane. Walk-ins are welcome, but appointments can be scheduled by contacting Trooper Shannon Hartz at 561-7605. And family members of a 12-year-old Luzerne County, Pennsylvania girl say she suffered injuries after suspected shark attack in Maryland that left her with 42 stitches for 20 cuts. 
Jordan Prashinsky and her family of Plains Township told several media outlets they were on vacation Monday at the beach in Ocean City, Maryland. When Jordan went into knee-deep water, she was swimming with her family when she limped out, bleeding from the leg. Her mother says other beachgoers, including an EMT and a nurse, helped give Jordan first aid. With the help of a lifeguard, they cleaned and bandaged the wound, and Jordan's family took her to a hospital. WBRE-TV reports the Ocean City Beach Patrol is continuing to investigate. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 7:10, what can we say? It's foggy this morning. Some uh, dense fog around the region and that could slow you down in a few places. Fog should be gone in another 2 or 3 hours, so you don't anticipate major traffic problems. Tioga County, Newark Valley, a uh, fire has uh, affected traffic on a section of Route 38 between Marine and Lawrence Roads. Now the weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Banshee fog this morning till about 10 o'clock, otherwise mostly sunny today, high 81, mainly clear tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 86, partly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. Right now, 58. In downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 711. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. She'll be back with her scheduled news at 7:30, live from the WNBF News Center. Although we always have bulletins at once here at WNBF, if there's a major story that's breaking. We will bring it to you as it happens, as we receive the information. So stay tuned. Also stay tuned starting next hour, the popular Binghamton Now program hosted by me, Bob Joseph. Look forward to uh, maybe speaking with you, even if you've never called a radio program before. Today might be the first day of a new chapter of your life, if you choose to take advantage of the opportunity. I hope you do. So we'll have the phones open for much of the program during the uh, 8 to 10 period. Though I have to tell you, here's a little inside tip today because Broome County Executive Jason Garner is going to join us in the studio in the second hour. If you have something to say about Governor Cuomo or about masking or about vaccinations, if you really want, want to say something on Binghamton Now today, my guidance to you is call in the first hour. Just a little pro tip. From News Radio 1290, coming up, we'll check sports and then money news on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 7. Now. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 7:15. Time for a sports update from News Radio 1290 WNBF. And the Rumble Ponies had uh, a mixed night with uh, a doubleheader. 
against the Sea Dogs at the stadium downtown. The uh, Sea Dogs took the first game 5 to 2, but the Rumble Ponies came back for the nightcap 8 to 2. The teams will face each other again tonight as the seven game series continues in Binghamton. First pitch tonight scheduled for 6:35 here on News Radio 1290 WNBF WNBF.com. In other sports news, recently acquired Anthony Rizzo homered again. DJ LeMahieu drove in four runs, and the Yankees cruised to a 10-3 win over the Orioles in the Bronx. Rizzo's solo homer in the fourth inning made him the first player in Yankees history with at least one RBI in each of his first six games with the club. Sent from the Cubs to the Yankees last Thursday, a day before the trade deadline. Rizzo hit his 17th home run of the season and third for the Yankees. He has six homers in his last 10 games overall. Um, LeMahieu had three hits, and Giancarlo Stanton drove in three runs for the Yankees. Again, the final in the Bronx, New York 10, Baltimore nothing. Meanwhile, in Miami... A win last night for the Mets. They defeated the Marlins 5-3. Ryan Krauser broke his own Olympic record on his way to defending his shot put title. It was a tribute to his late grandfather, the American world record holder. He had written a note days before the competition in the Tokyo Games that predicted the gold medal. Larry Krauser had died shortly before Ryan left for Tokyo. It was years ago in Larry Krauser's backyard that Ryan tried his first toss with the heavy metal ball that ultimately would shape his life. U.S. teammate Joe Kovacs finished second, and Tomas Walsh of New Zealand was third. In water polo, the U.S. rallied past the Russian team, advancing to the final. Matty Musselman scored four for five goals in the second half to rally the U.S. to a 15-11 victory over the Russian team in the semifinals. Maggie Steffens had three goals as the Americans stayed in the mix for their third consecutive gold medal. They've won three in a row since losing 10-9 to Hungary in group play for their first loss at the Olympics since the 2008 final against the Netherlands. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 718. Coming up, we'll talk with Jerry Harrison from Planning with Purpose. Some important guidance for you. Let's take a look at money news on this Thursday morning. The uh, stock futures, Dow and NASDAQ, are up at this point. Dow futures up. 59, NASDAQ futures up 35. So it uh, appears that at least at the start today, with Thursday morning trading on Wall Street, in about two hours, things will get off to a positive start. Asian stocks are mixed as traders await more guidance on the U.S. economic recovery. The Nikkei in Tokyo added five-tenths of a percent today, while the Kospi in South Korea lost one-tenth of a percent. The future ownership of an Israeli spyware company whose product has been used to hack into cell phones of reporters, human rights workers, and even heads of state is up in the air. Major investors in a private equity firm that has majority ownership of NSO Group, maker of the Pegasus spyware, are in discussions as to what action they should take next. 
And that's Money News for you on this Thursday morning. Money News, business updates at 18 minutes and 48 minutes past the hour. Weekday mornings here on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 7 9- It's 7.20 at WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com. I'm Bob Joseph, and we're joined now by Jerry Harrison from Planning with Purpose. They say your financial future matters, and it certainly does. These days, you need some experts to help navigate through some uncertain times. And Jerry Harrison, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, one of the things that people really seem to be concerned about these days, wherever you go, it seems prices are rising. It's not just the gas prices. Of course, gas prices now are more than a dollar a gallon higher than they were this time last year when people really couldn't go many places, so that's not surprising. But uh, every time you go to the supermarket or make some other major purchases, it seems prices have gone up quite a bit since the last time you were in the store. And we're looking at, you know, new car prices are four or $5,000 higher than they were a year ago. You, every time you turn around, just normal basics, produce, paper products, those times, those types of things are rising in cost. Um, a lot of that has, you know, some of that has to do with supply. There, people are still, businesses are still trying to catch up from having men shut down or having, you know, lower capacity. The we finally seem to have solved the computer chip problem, which was a lot of what was they were indicating that car prices were being right, raised by because manufacturers couldn't get the parts they needed to create to manufacture new cars. Uh, one of the things that I keep talking and hearing from business owners is labor costs are, are rising dramatically. There seems to be such a shortage of workers between people still being home on unemployment and unable to get back to work or early retirees or, or whatever, <clears throat> for whatever reason. There's, a, you know, everywhere you turn, there's there's hiring signs and when in when business owners are having to hire somebody, they're looking at paying two, three, four, five dollars more an hour. So their labor costs are going up anywhere from fifteen to forty percent is what I've been hearing in some cases, which is going to obviously they have to turn around and then increase their prices to compensate for that. So I'm not sure that this is a or anywhere near a short-term problem. I know all of the individuals that I listen to are talking about inflation going, you know, four to five percent over the course of the next couple of years. So we've got to be prepared, and we've got to start figuring out ways to fit those rising costs in our budgets because many of us are not certainly seeing raises in that respect. So our income is not going up in correspondence to that. Well, it's interesting because as I think back on the 70s when um, significant inflation had become so commonplace, I'm old enough to remember Jerry Ford with his uh, little red and white buttons, win, whip inflation now because inflation was viewed as such a big deal. Even before that, I recall for a time President Nixon had tried to slap on some 
some price controls on, on certain industries. I mean, it's it's hard hard to believe even in this day and age that that would happen. But inflation back in the seventies was was really running rampant. Even compared to what we've seen in the last several months, uh, yeah. what what we're experiencing now is nothing to what has happened in in the past history, the not too distant past in the U.S. Yes, but we look at the more recent history, you know, in the last eight, nine, ten years, and we've been running below the historical 3%. You know, the, the federal government has really attempted to keep inflation down by keeping interest rates down and, and all of that. And so if the intent is for the Federal Reserve to start raising interest rates, then we're going to also, in correspondence, start seeing an increase in inflation. And in the case of the federal government, with an increase in inflation or an increase in interest rates, the cost of the federal debt is going to rise, which and then in turn is going to cycle through, forcing you know increases in taxes because to try and keep up with that. So it's, it is. I think we're at the start. I don't. I don't anticipate. The, the Federal Reserve keeps far more track of inflation and far more control of it than they did during the 1970s. I think they kind of learned their lesson there. But I do think we're going to see some changes and some heads back in that direction. Just not, I don't think they'll ever allow it to get that far again. Well, it's all one of those things where, from a planning standpoint, uh, you know, people people start to, to feel bewildered. If people want to get in touch with you to get some guidance during these uh, uncertain times, how can they do that? The easiest place is, you know, give us a call, 607-79-4144. Certainly go check out our website at pwppartners.com. There's several articles and information out there about inflation and how to manage cost and debt and those types of things. And again, uh, your phone number? 607-729-4144. And the website is pwpartners.com. Exactly. <laughs> Planning with purpose, pwppartners.com. And as you say, a lot of uh, valuable information to help people with uh, some of the quandaries that we all face Jerry Harrison, Planning with Purpose. Thank you so much for being with us. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. 727 at News Radio 1290. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we have no big problems in the region. There is uh, one thing you should know if you're going to be traveling on Route 38 in Tioga County. Firefighters have been at the scene of a blaze on 38 between Lawrence and Marine Road, so you might want to avoid that area. Also have some issues with patchy, dense fog in parts of the Twin Tiers right now, so you may have to slow down in some spots. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today, high 81. Mainly clear tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 86. Partly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. Right now, it's 58 in downtown Binghamton. At News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 7. This is WNBF First News. 
Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 55 degrees at 730. Some really dense areas of fog, especially in the River Valleys. Otherwise sunny today and a high in the lower 80s. The Biden administration wants automakers to raise gas mileage and cut tailpipe pollution between now and model year 2026. It also has won a voluntary commitment from the industry that electric vehicles would make up roughly half of U.S. sales by 2030. The moves are big steps toward President Biden's pledge to cut emissions and battle climate change as he pushes to shift the nation away from internal combustion engines and toward battery-powered vehicles. A fast-moving wildfire has engulfed a North California town, leveling much of the downtown and several homes. The Dixie Fire tore through the Greenville area on Wednesday evening, destroying businesses and homes as the sky was cast in an orange glow. One of the major forest fires burning in Greece amid a protracted heat wave is threatening the archaeological site at the birthplace of the modern Olympics. A government minister said the firefighters are waging an all-night battle that continued today to protect the archaeological site from the fire near the southern area of Peloponnese, the site where the Olympics were first held every four years from 776 B.C. for more than a millennium. The same region was ravaged by wildfires in 2007 that killed dozens of people but spared ancient Olympic ruined sports venues and temples. The investigation is going to be getting underway today into the cause of a fire that has drawn crews from two counties to battle it in Newark Valley today. Firefighters from both Broome and Tioga counties were called to the 6900 block of State Highway 38 shortly after 4 a.m. Motorists were being told to avoid the area between Lawrence and Marine Roads. Tioga County Emergency Services officials were unable to provide any further details. WMBF News Time 732. A Carbondale, Pennsylvania man admits he traveled to the Binghamton area with plans to have sex with a 9-year-old and a 13-year-old. Federal prosecutors say 51-year-old James Obukevich thought he was sending explicit messages to the girls from the summer of 2019 until the spring of 2020 when he actually was communicating with an undercover officer. According to a news release from the U.S. Attorney and FBI, Oblikevich was arrested on March 11th of last year when he showed up in the Binghamton area to meet with the children. Oblikevich pleaded guilty in federal court yesterday. Sentencing is scheduled for December in Binghamton. Oblikevich faces up to 30 years in prison along with a fine of $250,000 and five years to life on probation. He'll also be required to register as a sex offender wherever he lives, is employed, or is a student. A Sherburn man is charged with several felony counts of rape. Shenango County Sheriff's officials say 44-year-old Jason Fowlsom is accused of having forcibly raped a person under the age of 17 several times over several months. Sheriff's deputies arrested Fowlston on Tuesday. Construction on a 6,500-square-foot addition on the northeast corner of the Wegmans on Harriel Drive in Johnson City is continuing, while some temporary changes to the store entrance are in place. The expansion will provide space for offices and an employee service area. A bigger cafe and an upgraded kitchen are also among the improvements in the works at the Wegman store in Johnson City. Customers this week have noticed that one side of the store's entrance has been closed for another project. Store manager David 
Orlovsky says the existing swing gate doors will be replaced with sliding doors. Work can includes the replacement of support beams at the entrance. Orlovsky says the employee entrances area services area will be moved from the west side of the store, freeing up space for construction of a new kitchen and a larger cafe. Up to 60 additional seats will be available in the cafe, which will be renovated, according to Orlovsky, with a new design featuring a softer look. The work is starting on the west side of the entrance, which is the business. When that side's complete, the doors on the other side also going to be replaced. Broome County Health Department officials are warning of an increase in tick-borne diseases in the region as more people are spending more time outdoors. In addition to continued concern about Lyme disease, anaplasmosis cases have risen substantially, according to communicable disease public health educator Mary Jordan with the Broome County Health Department. Symptoms include fever, chills, headache, muscle pain, confusion, vomiting, and more. Symptoms normally appear from 5 to 21 days after a bite. And in some cases, anaplasmosis can be fatal. In Broome County in 2014, there were no cases. In 2020, there were 20 cases. At the end of last month, there were 28 reported cases. And of course, the summer is far from over. The health department is providing tick removal kits at easily accessible locations in Broome County parks this summer. It's 735, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Good morning. It's 737 at WNBF. You're listening to First News Binghamton. First News Binghamton. Every weekday morning from 6 to 8, followed by Binghamton Now. So we report news for the first couple of hours, and then sometimes we even make news from 8 to 10 with some of our guests. Today we'll get some interesting updates from Broome County Executive Jason Garner. What things going on around the county? What about this new dog park? We'll ask him about that. We'll ask him about a few other things. Jason Garner will be one of our guests today on Binghamton Now. It all starts after the 8 o'clock news on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 738. We'll check traffic and weather together. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 740, no serious crashes have been reported. No serious delays have been called to my attention. Of course, if you see an issue, collision that is slowing down traffic at a key intersection or on one of the big highways, feel free to let us know on our traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. And we would uh, pass on the information to you if you are able to call it in when it's safe. Remember, don't phone in when you're driving 90 miles an hour or even 119 miles an hour. That really wouldn't be safe. Let us know when it's safe to do so. 
Broome County Highway crews continuing to do work around the county, and uh, they've been continuing to do some of the flood repair work after the trouble in the recent weeks, so that'll continue. Also, patching is taking place this week on Pagebrook Road, guide rail repair going on over on Cherry Valley Road. And uh, also, they're replacing culvert pipes on Cattellville and West Shenango Road. So if you see the highway crews, whether they're the county, town, village, or state DOT crews, be careful out there. Be careful. Pay attention. Follow the directions of the uh, construction people, the flaggers. Pay attention to the signs and leave a little more space between your vehicle and the others. Because in work zones, you just never know what's going to happen. Sometimes people get confused. I've seen it. I've seen people get confused, and before you know it, you're on the brakes. So be careful. And hopefully everybody will have um, a pleasant and safe Thursday. Now, here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. We're starting off with patchy fog. It's dense in some parts of the Twin Tiers this morning. Otherwise, today will be mostly sunny, high 81. Mainly clear tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 86. Now, the complete forecast. Let's give you the total seven-day experience. Partly sunny. Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. Mostly sunny Sunday, high 85. Sunny Monday, high 88. And continuing into next week, a mostly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms Tuesday and Wednesday with a high both days in the upper 80s. Right now in downtown Binghamton, a positively refreshing 58 degrees, a little bit of fog around our downtown Binghamton broadcast facility. WNBF News Time 743 coming up. We'll take a look at Thursday sports. And then we'll have a money report with Wall Street Now from 8. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And on this Thursday morning, let us speak of sports first. Let us speak of the Rumble Ponies, who continue their seven-game series against the Sea Dogs in Portland. That's yeah, a long series. Normally, the uh, teams during the 2021 schedule face each other six times in a row at a particular venue. But this week, the uh, Rumble Ponies are scheduled to play the Sea Dogs, a total of seven times, there was a doubleheader at the stadium that started late yesterday afternoon. Uh, one of the games was to make up a contest that was postponed from June. So the Rumble Ponies wound up with a split with Portland. Sea Dogs defeated the Ponies 5-2 to two in the opener, but Binghamton came back in the nightcap winning 8-2. to two. So, that's not bad. So, so far, for the first three games of the series, Binghamton is 2-1. and one. Rumble Ponies continue the series against the Sea Dogs tonight at the stadium. The first pitch is scheduled for 6-35. 
Checking other baseball news in Miami, the Mets snapped a three-game losing streak with their 5-3 win over the Marlins. The Mets, who had lost five of six, led an early three, or rather let an early three-to-nothing lead slip away, but they recovered to maintain their one-and-a-half game lead in the National League East over surging Philadelphia. And there you go. Good win for the Mets against the Marlins. Meanwhile, in the Bronx, recently acquired Anthony Rizzo, homered again. D.J. LeMayhew drove in four runs. The Yankees cruised to a 10-3 win over the Orioles. Rizzo's solo homer in the fourth inning made him the first player in Yankees history with at least one RBI in each of his first six games with the club. Sent from the Cubs to the Yankees last Thursday, a day before the trade deadline, Rizzo hit his 17th home run of the season and third for the Yankees. He has six homers in his last 10 games overall. LeMahieu had three hits, and John Carlos Stanton drove in three runs for the Yankees. So again, final last night in the Bronx. A win. For the Yankees, 10-3. to Well, he might be one of the NFL's youngest coaches. Joe Judge believes in being old-fashioned when it comes to dealing with the Giants. It's the way he learned football as a kid, and he isn't going to change what he felt was a successful method, even if he's dealing with guys who might feel entitled, earning big bucks. If you're going to play for judge, they say there are rules to be followed and consequences for breaking them. That was a major point as Joe Judge discussed that um, <clears throat> issue, the big brawl that broke out on Tuesday. They shut down the practice. He was not amused. The way we know he was not amused, um, they said he re released a torrent of F-bombs. So Joe Judge is going to work with the um, team, even though he's young, and maybe they do feel entitled. Hey, got to follow some rules. There has to be some decorum, even for NFL players. <laughs> really, even for NFL players, there ought to be some decorum. Respect the coach. Respect your teammates. There's no need for brawls. It's Thursday morning. This is First News Binghamton on WNBF. Let's get some money news. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Worries about job growth weighed on stock markets Wednesday. The Dow Jones lost 324 points, or nearly 1%, and ended the session at 34,792. The Standard & Poor's 500 gave up half a percent, but the Nasdaq Composite rose slightly. A widespread drought is cutting into the wheat production of North America, the provider of 40% of the world's supply. The U.S. wheat harvest is expected to be down more than 40% from a year ago. At the White House today, Ford, GM and Jeep's parent are expected to announce a major new commitment to electric vehicles. The Wall Street Journal reports that those automakers plan to make all electrics 40% of their sales by the year 2030. Target has a promise of its own. A vow to spend $200 million over the next four years to help hundreds of thousands of its frontline workers, both full and part-time, to pay college expenses. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And, of course, money news every weekday morning here on WNBF. Twice an hour on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time 7.50. Looking at the futures, 100 minutes before 
trade opens on Wall Street at 9.30. Dow futures are up 50, and NASDAQ futures are up 39. So it might be a positive day on Wall Street. The stock should get off to a decent start. Well, everybody wants to know what Dr. Anthony Fauci has to say as we continue to move forward dealing with the Delta variant, which is now believed to make up nearly all new coronavirus infections across the United States. There's evidence of a Delta plus variant, and I was uh, waiting for this to happen. I didn't know what they would call it. I thought they might have just a brand new name, but it's not a brand new name. It's Delta plus delta plus i think that was uh, an old helen reddy song back in the 70s dr anthony fauci told good morning america that the virus will continue to mutate without adequate measures to control its spread things like masking and vaccination people who say i don't want to get vaccinated because it's me and i'll worry about me i'm not having any impact on anybody else that's just not the case because when people don't get vaccinated, it allows the virus to circulate. Indeed, it does. That's why places you go, even places you go today, they may say, please wear a mask. Whereas yesterday, they didn't really care if you were vaccinated. Now, some places, yes, like Wegmans and Johnson City, look it up on the website, WNBF.com, they have changed the rules. They would like you to wear a mask to protect yourself, to protect other customers, and to protect their team. So be kind. Rewind and be kind. Wear a mask if they're asking you to. 752. This is First News. Seven fifty-four at WNBF, WNBF.com. You have a news tip? Mm, maybe you don't right now, but maybe you will later today. If you see something, something strange going on or police activity, quick, take a picture and then send it to Binghamton now at WNBF.com. Don't worry, we'll... Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No big problems to report on area roadways this morning. Tioga County, we have been uh, following the situation with uh, fire department activity in Newark Valley, Route 38. You still may want to avoid that section of uh, Route 38 because of some fire department activity. Keep you posted if there's any more information on that from Emergency services officials. Now the weather forecast from the News Radio 1290 Weather Desk and the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today after the fog burns off. I-81 mainly clear tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 86. For Saturday, mostly cloudy. Actually, eh, let's be optimistic, not mostly cloudy, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Saturday's high 86 right now in downtown Binghamton. It's 58 at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 750. The Don Giovanni Show.
Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes. And Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Weekend sounds good on WNBF with Don Giovanni and Billy Flynn. We've got it for you. Remember to tune in to WNBF Saturdays and Sundays, as well as every weekday. Listen to WNBF because we're here to serve you. We love the Twin Tiers. We love the Binghamton region. And we're going to continue to serve you and your family. WNBF News Time 758 coming up. A preview of today's Binghamton Now program. Vehicle accidents are stressful enough. You don't need someone showing up at the scene trying to pressure you into letting them tow away your vehicle, often falsely claiming they were dispatched by the police or an insurance company. Be wary of any unsolicited tow truck that arrives on the scene of an accident. In fact, in some places, it's illegal. Motorists should not feel pressured to agree to a tow. Call your roadside assistance provider or insurance company for towing company suggestions or consult with police on the scene. Always get the price and terms in writing along with the location of the tow yard before letting a tow truck driver hook up your vehicle and take it away. If you suspect fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Coming up, the news from ABC, then the local report with Kathy White live from the WNBF News Center, then the Thursday edition of Binghamton Now. We'll be speaking with Andreas Johansson, the owner of the Binghamton Black Bears hockey team. As we look forward to the start of the inaugural season. Also, we'll speak with Nima Krajan, an update on the Goodwill Theater in Johnson City. And then, during the second hour, Broome County Executive Jason Garner. It's live, it's local, it's your talk program. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 8 o'clock at WNBF Binghamton, WNBF.com.